Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for the day gone by. We thank you for the restful night. You provide sleep to your beloved ones. You provide rest. You provide restoration. And you provide a renewed energy for this new day. And as we start this new day, you bid us come to you once again. So that we can consult of you, Lord. We can seek your counsel. We can commune with you. We can speak to you about all that lies before us today. And you fill us with your grace, with your mercy. You fill us with your wisdom to see through all circumstances. You fill us with wisdom from your word. That word which when put on our mouth, the mouth of believers, becomes the truth. And it says the truth shall set you free. We thank you, Lord, that you give us that authority to speak it in your name, in the name of Jesus. So that whatever we have spoken in his name, the name of the ultimate authority, must be fulfilled. He himself promised heaven and earth shall pass, but my word shall not fall to the ground. It shall not pass. We thank you, Father, that you open our eyes to the truth in your word. That you give us the presence of your spirit to be with us at all times. We thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. And this morning we share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with everyone that we are lifting up in our place of prayer today. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you. And we ask for a quickening in their spirits, Lord. So that as they are quickened this day, they are able to see through all the darkness, cut through the darkness, see your light, your glory. And that glory set them free. Your truth, your light, your spirit. From every form of wickedness that has kept them captive in any way. In the name of Jesus. Father, as we lift up these, our brothers, our sisters, ourselves, our own personal intentions as well. We call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims. The Lord of lords, the Adonai. The God of patience, the God who is a consuming fire. The one who is the father of lights. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. Our cornerstone on which our foundation, his church, our lives, our Christian experience is built. The Lion of Judah, the King of Kings, the author and the finisher of our destiny, our Alpha and our Omega. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth. Spirit of the living God, the spirit of victory. Spirit of El Shaddai. The one given to us and who has raised us from the dead, giving life to our mortal body. The one who powered Jesus' ministry and now is here to work with us to do the same. 
We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer that we are able to combine these and we are able to commune with you as well. So that when our heart is aligned with you, then your power flows through. We thank you, Lord, you have blessed us with angels who destiny help us to fill all the remaining gaps. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every physical provision in accordance with your glory. All our needs you provide in accordance with your riches and your glory. And you have also blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies, Lord. Let that be revealed to us. Let what you have ordained for our lives be revealed to us, your plans to prosper us and give us an expected end within your kingdom. Let that be revealed to each one, Lord, and the gifts that you have bestowed upon our lives. Let those be activated now in the name of Jesus. I also plead the blood of Jesus over every member of every family, every person that is part of this prayer meeting, and every word that we pray and uh, that we speak and every prayer we make at this prayer meeting in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism and any kind of natural disasters any kind of spiritual attacks. I declare divine exemption and I command angelic protection in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. It says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth, making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I send it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yesterday we reflected on the question, is your prayer moving God to answer? Now, we saw three examples of those kind of prayers. Today, I would like to ask the question, have you done a heart check with God? When was your last heart check? What this question really means is, is your heart in alignment with God and to what extent? Are we obedient to his will? And how much of his will are we following? Now it's important to remember there, and we pray that every day in our life, your kingdom come, your will be done. For his kingdom to come in our lives where everything is perfect in accordance with how he has set it, his plans and his rules being followed. For that his will must be done on earth in our lives just as it is in heaven. In Psalm 139, verse 23 and 24, we see David doing a heart check. Where he said, Search me thoroughly, O God, and know my heart. 
as in know what is going on in there. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Am I still fleshly? Am I living in fear or in doubt? What is going on in my heart? You search and you see. Is there wickedness there? Now that's next verse 24. And see if there is any wickedness, any wicked or hurtful way in me. And lead me in the everlasting way. Meaning whatever is out of alignment with your will, bring it in alignment. That's your everlasting way. Your way that is high above my way. That which is enduring. That which is perfect. Now you see, throughout David's story, he was not perfect. He committed murder and even adultery. And yet every time he was convicted by God, he repented before God. And he won God's favor all over again. He was not ashamed or afraid to admit his mistake promptly. Before God, that is. Now, what we learn from his story is that even a great king and an anointed one can make mistakes. Human as we are, we all do. But as soon as he realized his mistake, what you do next as well, when you realize your mistake, is what matters. As soon as he realized his mistake, he did a heart check. He went back to God and said, search my heart, try my thoughts. Are we doing that? Or are we like Adam, hiding our face, covering ourselves with leaves? What goes on in our heart at that time when we make a mistake? And then he said, if you find iniquity in me, I give you full permission to do with it what you please. On his part, while God would do whatever he needed to do, on his part, David repented. He renounced that wickedness, cut it off from his life. What are the steps we are taking? In Psalm 51 verse 17 says, A humble and a contrite heart God will not despise. It is not even a question of may. He said God will not. There is only one outcome there. It is not a possibility of more than one. Is that our approach? He did not despise David when he did a heart check. Even when he committed murder, when he committed adultery. And he approached in this manner, a humble and a contrite heart. He will not despise you either. He makes no difference. Let's look at what he says in Proverbs 28 verse 13. He says, whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper. Again, there is no possibilities. It is one, will not, not may not, not I will think will not prosper. But he who confesses and forsakes them, there's two things there now. He who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. So, confessing, search my heart, try my thoughts, forsaking them, I cut it off from my life, never more to go back to that. I give it up. I will not go back to that form of wickedness anymore. Forsaking them. 
such a person with that kind of heart that made that decision and acted upon it. This verse says, Proverbs 28 verse 13 says, will obtain mercy. It's not, I will consider if I should give. Not, I may give. Not, it depends on my mood. Will obtain mercy. It's almost like a law. You do this and that, the two things, like an equation that is equal to will obtain mercy. In Jeremiah 29 verse 13, he said, You shall seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Now, that's the main condition there. The word to be highlighted, underlined there is all. Complete alignment with what he asks. That is what he is asking. Complete alignment with his will, his word. Here's another one. Proverbs 23 verse 26 where he says, My son, give me your heart and let your eyes delight in my ways. That is, let your heart be completely aligned with me and your ways completely aligned with mine. Let your eyes delight in my ways so that whatever we see, we seek to follow his ways only, not the ways of what our flesh is enticed into or attracted towards. That is following his will in complete alignment. Why? So that he can lift you. But one thing to note here is God cannot empower you beyond the alignment of your heart. The extent of your empowerment from him is limited to the extent of your alignment with him. That's a straight check that we can all have. If we are partially aligned, then it equates to receiving partial empowerment. Or I might even illustrate it in the form of having, you know, as if you're riding a chariot of your life going in a direction, you have given him one of the reins and the other one we still hold in our hand. Now, if he has only one rein, he cannot correct the direction. In order for him to correct the direction, both reins need to be given together in his hand. Then he can change course of our lives. Are we doing that or are we still holding on to one and say, let me have some control. I will also pull on one end. If he's going to pull on one end and I pull on the other end, where should that direction go? That is where it becomes difficult. And he will not supersede our will, which means he will let go of that rain when we pull. So the direction goes where we wanted to go. And then we said, God, I told you and you didn't do anything. I told you to change course. And he says, you pulled as well. I hope we are getting that. Complete submission, surrender into his hand. And that is the difference between getting answered prayer and going back into a failed situation. I hope that is making sense. So when things are off, 
we need to get a heart check done quickly and regularly, not just quickly and that's it, it's done now, we will see you whenever. We need a heart check quickly and regularly. In fact, as, as uh, soon as his spirit convicts, which he does, he says, what you are doing is not the way it should be. As soon as we realize our mistake, we must go back like David and say, search my heart, Lord. I agree I have messed up. Now I want you to take control of that situation and turn it around. I repent and I renounce the wrong ways that I have adopted that have brought me in that mess in the first place. We make our prayer and we say, Lord, I acknowledge my weakness, my failure, but I also acknowledge my pride and my ego that has led me to pull the reins towards me. I surrender all my achievements and my crowns that I have been wearing so that when few people looked up at me, I felt taller than everyone else in my pride. I surrender that crown today. All my achievements, all my successes, every time I felt like thinking I am a self-made man, this is my skill, my talent, my achievement, my intelligence. I empty all of that that is filled in my heart and place it before you. Just like the 24 elders place their crowns before the king of kings and bent down, prostrate and worshipped. And then we go to him just like Proverbs 3 verse 6, 5 and 6 is acknowledging him, submitting all to him and asking for his direction. Lord, we ask for your direction there. We come to do that heart check with you today, Lord. As we meditate on this today, we reflect on all the mistakes we have made and have not yet confessed to you and have not forsaken yet, just as Proverbs 28, 13 says. And we ask for forgiveness and we ask for mercy, Father. We ask for that grace to make a fresh start again. And all of this, Lord, we remember that you are ever willing to forgive. As soon as we make that decision to repent and be saved. We ask for that grace to own up today. As we come to do that heart check with you, prepare our hearts for a new journey ahead that lies on the other side of this Lenten season. Our walk with you in the resurrection, in your kingdom. We ask for that edification, Lord, in our spirit this day. And that fortification that our hearts be aligned completely with yours. Knowing your word and your will, obeying and following it completely. We ask for that edification in our spirit today, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures today. For all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. 
for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives, especially that of busyness, prayerlessness, most importantly, where they are cut off from you, Father. Ignorance from your ways and your words, so they continue to live in darkness. And poverty aimed at keeping your people in subjection. We ask that there be freedom this day by the blood of Jesus. Every such yoke of the enemy be broken. We ask for your saving grace, Lord, that they be brought into your kingdom. They might see your everlasting way. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and friends as well, Father. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. As you release our prayer and our faith, making this a prayer of agreement with each other and the Spirit, we believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the Spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, you release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us make our prayer in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakada <laughs> 
Kunda papi ya sanre ya kia de lelem brajenta stakata ya da 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 ya da 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 da
Scripture that's been placed on my heart this morning is from 1, 1 Corinthians 4, verses 15 to 18. For though you have countless guides in Christ, you do not have many fathers. For I became your father in Christ Jesus through the gospel. I urge you then be imitators of me. Therefore, I sent to you Timothy, my beloved and faithful child in the Lord, to remind you of my ways in Christ, as I teach them everywhere in every church. Some are arrogant, as though I were not coming to you. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from 1 Chronicles 28, verse 9, quoted from the Amplified Bible, where it is written, As for you, Solomon, my son, know the God of your father, have personal knowledge of him, be acquainted with him, and understand him. Appreciate, heed, and cherish him, and serve him with a blameless heart and a willing mind. For the Lord, for the Lord searches all hearts and minds and understands every intent and inclination of the thoughts. If you seek him, it is inquiring for and of him and requiring him as your first and vital necessity. He will let you find him. But if you abandon or just turn away from him, he will reject you forever. Very clearly explained there by David to his son. The second scripture is Psalm 71, verse 16, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, I will come and proclaim your mighty acts, sovereign Lord. I will proclaim your righteous deeds, yours alone. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Also a heads up on our Bible study session for this Friday. This is a new series on emotions. And we will learn how to deal with emotions, how to take authority over emotions, living by faith and not by emotions. And finally, how to master emotions with joy and peace. 
This series will help us to learn how to master our emotions instead of having emotions govern our life. It will be a very powerful topic. I can already see Hebrews 4 verse 12 saying to me, the double-edged sword of God, penetrating, dividing, separating. Praise God. My learning has already started on this topic. We shall share links for everyone to, to share with your family and friends that they are able to join on Zoom and on YouTube. Please invite as many of your friends and family as you can to join these sessions. If you are also being blessed by these morning encounters, the, the daily reflections that Brother Savio posts on all our social media channels and our Telegram group, as well as the daily Divine Mercy and Rosary sessions, please share the same Zoom and YouTube links. There is no difference there. It's the same link. Invite them to join those sessions. Recordings are also available on our YouTube page, on our Facebook page, and on our Telegram Sorry, we post the links on Telegram, but it's also available on our Spotify podcast channel. You can point them to those as well. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, it does in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. 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 Thank you, Russell.